associated with attentional issues, such as ADD. The second kind of problem, can't get old stuff off the board, is associated with obsessions and compulsions. So, the brain has to perform a balancing act between a steady focus and a flexible one. It has to be able to stay zeroed in on the bananas in this tree while remaining open to the twigs-breaking sounds of a leopard nearby. Now, understanding how your brain does this balancing act gives you a great way to steady your mind. Here's how it works. For the contents of that chalkboard to remain stable, there seems to be a sort of neurological gate that separates working memory, which is the chalkboard, from all the other information endlessly coursing through the brain. And when you're staying focused on just one object of attention, that gate is closed. Then, when your attention shifts to a new focus, let's say a new thought or the sound of a bird outside or something important you've got to get ready for, this means neurologically that the gate opens, allowing new information in to update working memory. And then the gate closes behind it, keeping other informational intruders outside of awareness and off the chalkboard. So, the big question is, what opens and closes that gate? That's at the crux of how to steady the mind. Now, there's good evidence that what keeps the gate closed is a steady transmission of a neurotransmitter called dopamine. And what opens the gate is a surge, a spike of dopamine. So, if you're already experiencing lots of dopamine, then it is harder to get a spike since the neurons are already close to or at their peak firing rate capacity. They are already at the ceiling and can't go any higher. So, how to have high, steady transmissions of dopamine? Here's the answer. Whenever you are experiencing anything rewarding, that means there are high flows of dopamine. And one of the most rewarding experiences of all is sustained positive emotion. The happier, more joyful, more loving, the better. And that means, of course, steady currents of dopamine. Therefore, in a physical, neurological way, if you are feeling caring or contentment or peace or even more intense feelings of joy or even bliss, those feelings will all help steady your mind. In other words, whether you are just trying to keep your eyes open in an afternoon meeting or helping yourself settle into deep states of meditative absorption, happiness is skillful means. And that's good to know, because there's another challenge to steadying your mind, the built-in hunger of the brain for stimulation, which helped keep our ancient ancestors vigilant and alive in the threat and opportunity-filled world that they evolved in. Here's how a part of your brain produces that craving for stimulation. And understanding how it does so tells you how to control it better for greater steadiness of mind. A part of the brain called the basal ganglia sits at the junction of the modern cerebral cortex and the reptilian brain we inherited from our really, really ancient ancestors. The basal ganglia, a small cluster of neural nodes about the size of the first joint of your little finger, registers the flow of stimulation coming in through your senses and from your mind itself. When that flow of stimulation drops below certain thresholds, 
Then, the basal ganglia send out signals encouraging the organism to seek more stimulation by exploring its world or thinking about something different. And as long as this flow of stimulation is above certain thresholds, the basal ganglia does not trigger activity and restlessness. So, to sum up, to help you survive, your brain has three natural inclinations that, unfortunately, undermine steadiness of attention. These are, one, fatiguing with concentration on one stimulus, such as, let's say, the sensations of breathing or uh, a math problem a child is doing in school. Second, having porous filters for new and distracting stimuli, kind of like not having uh, curtains, really, uh, for windows when the sun is shining really brightly or not being able to keep out distracting sounds. And third, being generally hungry for new stimuli. Now, it's important to keep in mind that there is a wide range.